Well, hi, everybody. Welcome into a very special edition of the Vegas Sand Trap. I'm Dennis Silvers. And I'm Amanda Robertson. And we are coming to you live today from Aria Hotel Casino at City Center in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. We are here at the first annual TechCon put on by the National Golf, Corner, Golf Owners Association. Got to get the gum out of my mouth or my teeth in. <laughs> National Golf Course Owners Association. And we have a very special guest to start the show off with. Let me introduce Mr. David Fram from New England. And uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, Thank welcome. You. Thanks appreciate, for stopping by. Appreciate having me. A lot of stuff we want to ask you as a golf course owner. And I think the first and foremost, Amanda, is being from New England, do you prefer red or white on the clam chowder? Uh, definitely white. All white. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, that yeah, is great. We, Go ahead. I was going to say, we make a great clam chowder ourselves at Cyprian Keys. It's always the white chowder. I bet you do. Cyprian Keys is a public facility, is, yep. public golf course. Central Tell us a little bit about the uh, about the facility. Well, we opened 20 years ago. My family developed it. And uh, oh, wow. Cyprian Keys is the name of the guy who actually owned the land back in 1734. Okay. So I thought it would be cool history. Uh, to bring back, and uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a public course, a higher-end public course. And with a, we do have a good membership, but we're a full-service facility. So we got a golf school, golf shop, a club fitting center. We got, we do have a restaurant. We do functions, weddings, you know, uh, all sorts of things. Awesome. So, so it's been quite a wild ride the past twenty years. Um, no, any relation to uh, Francis Scott Keys? Uh, def, no, <laughs> no, different guys. No, no. Different. We just know guys. we just know who owned the land, and it's tough to get any more. Uh, we actually uh, bought the land from the Catholic Church. It ended up. In the diocese of Worcester, and uh, so okay, so oh, wow. it, yeah, so it's there had quite rich history a lot there. of history yeah. there, and uh, and uh, but yeah, it's been a golf course now twenty years, and it's been quite a wild ride, believe it or not. I mentioned wow. we're here at the first annual TechCon put on by the uh, National Golf Course Owners Association. You have been a member of this organization for a lot of years, I, uh, is my understanding. Yep. Let me ask you, what does this organization do for you as a golf course golf course owner, and what do you think? Uh, their main purposes, David? Well, I think uh, the real main purpose is, is really the business of golf. I mean, everyone heard I was getting into the golf business, and they said, oh, you're going to play golf every day, and you're going to count all the money you're going to be making. And, you know, it's not easy. I'm really a small business owner that happens to obviously be able to dress like this to go to work and right. work in a beautiful place. But, right. you know, there's a lot of the real issues in terms of, of, of competition and staffing and service and everything else. So the NGCOA really was developed to help uh, owners and operators like understand the business better, advocate on behalf of owners locally and nationally. Right. Um, and for me, you know, this great education, great networking, uh, you know, they help uh, create relationships with suppliers that benefit me as well. Uh, uh, for me and maybe a lot of members, though, even just the networking, being here, obviously I'm learning a lot through the vendors and the sessions, but just to talk to my fellow owners, a lot of whom I've gotten to know over the years, uh, it's so invaluable because I can I can call any of them up if I have an issue and say, what do you think about this, what do you do about that, and it's really, really helpful. Yeah. We're going to be talking to Jay Karen, who's the CEO yes. of the organization, a little bit later, but I know since Jay has been on board, he has really grown this organization exponentially. There's, If I'm not mistaken, there's about 3,500 members. I'm sure yeah. when you joined, it was very, very small. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's some people that uh, have been around longer than me who remember when it was a few hundred courses. Yeah. But certainly when I first joined, you know, the national conference was, was much smaller. Um, uh, I think over the past 20 years, it, whether it's grown a third or a half or not, it's definitely grown and uh, quite a bit, both in terms of the members themselves, but just the scope of the organization yeah. in terms of where it reaches and what it can offer. And even something like this, technically this isn't the first technology conference. Jay mentioned there was one back in the late 90s that I didn't attend, but really this is something new. And to given how important technology is, for example, I think that Jay's doing these kind of, and the association is 
trying to create more value for us. And this has been great because every business, as you know, needs technology. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So you are president of the New England chapter. Correct, yep. So what got you involved taking it from just being a member to jumping in and kind of getting down and dirty with it? <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it's really no grandiose story, I think. I think I got involved simply because I, I knew business. I actually was in IT before I got in the golf business, mm-hmm. had a small business of my own. And so I knew business and the concepts, but didn't know the nuances of golf. So I started to right. attend meetings with New England. I got to meet some really good people, and I just kept getting more involved and more involved. And kind of before I knew it, I'm on the board, and you know, then I've become president. And uh, I'm very fortunate. Uh, we have a great executive director and woman, Elaine Gephardt, who does really the heavy lifting. Uh, but I just got real involved because it, it's it's allowed me to improve my business. So there's a selfish reason to it. Right. But I yeah. think to uh, just you know to, to use a cliche, a rising tide floats all boats. You know, to kind of make the business of golf better throughout New England and to address issues that come up and to be a, a, a focal point for things that may be of concern. or uh, to, So mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed it. So for me, it's not really a, a volu- it's a volunteer position, but it's right. not really a job. It's right. something that I'm happy to now, do. Speaking of Cyprian Keys, and I'll let Amanda take this, she just got back from the Avion. Yeah. And I know yes. you, guys have a, you guys have a connection with that. Correct. Yeah. So Brittany Altamari right. yep. uh, is from your neck of the woods. She, she is, was yeah. just in the playoff with Anna Norquist. Right. Which was brutal. Yes. It was such terrible conditions and everything. But tell us a little bit about Brittany and her involvement with Supreme well, she's there. So we're in a really small town called Boylston, right outside of Worcester, Massachusetts. And okay. she grew up in Shrewsbury, started playing out at Supreme Keys. She's actually our club champion, at like women's club champion, I think at 12 or 13 years oh, old. Wow. You know, just, wow. you know, and she just kept, you know, playing a lot. And she played a lot of Cyprian. And now she lives in Florida, but she still comes back and plays oh, uh, awesome. when she's home visiting her parents. But we have such a soft spot for her. She's a great kid. And, um, it's been great to see her grow. We kind of joke a little bit about how tough it is for young players on tour when you got some real crazy young, unbelievable players. Right. Yeah. But uh, to see her, she finished tied for third a few weeks ago in Oregon, and so uh, and then to see her, you know, being that playoff was unbelievable. It's huge. I mean, I wasn't in the office uh, that afternoon, but you know, my father was calling me saying, "You got to turn on the TV. She's in the sure. playoff." That's and sure. everyone, cool it, vibe. It, it really love. was, and um, you know, it was disappointing she didn't win. But uh, some of the people that work at Cypri know her very well, and just. It's going to be such a great boost for her, and uh, it's nice to see someone not only that we know do well, but she's a great person yeah. too, and uh, she deserves a success. But it was very exciting that connection with her. I think cool. David might be able to help us get her on the show. What do you think? Yeah. I think she'd be a great guest. I think, yes, she's yes. such a sweetheart, and uh, from what I got to see at the Evian, it was a great, great time, and um, she interviewed very well. So that's that's a plus for that's us. That's a plus for us. <laughs> I'm sure. That's before we let you go. I want to ask you: You are obviously involved heavily in the industry. From a, a golf owner's perspective, we all know that golf, overall, in my opinion, and I think Manda will agree also, it's kind of soft. Mm. Where do you see golf going uh, in the future, number one? What's your opinion about all these golf courses closing, number two? What would you as an owner, if you had the opportunity, David, to do to, and I hate this term, uh, to grow the game? Well, I think that uh, what's a little challenging with the game of golf, and, and Jay's addressed it at, at the level, is sometimes the the, the issues that exist in our business, that's the only news that gets out into the mainstream media. You know, so you don't see an article in the Wall Street Journal saying, oh, golf is great. They talk yeah. about all the closings. And right. frankly, you know, there was a big expansion. So some of the closings are kind of right-sizing mm-hmm. the industry. I think that there's certainly a lot of concerns, you know, this whole what I call Groupon mentality, you know, the discount mentality in, in, in the culture in general, the immediate need for services is a challenge. But I think that I think golf is, is really here to stay. You know, it's, it's a very stable industry. There's still, you know, 25 plus million people who play it. 
um, I think golf course owners like myself have to, you know, innovate. That's why we're here at Golf Tech Con, of course. Right. To, uh, but I think, uh, and figure out ways to appeal to the younger generation, and there's a lot of initiatives to do that. So I think it's, I don't think golf's going away. I think it's, it's in this phase right now where it has the opportunity to be really strong. Right. We just have to work a little harder at it. Right. And uh, so uh, the term I always use for my own business is I'm cautiously optimistic. Right. You know, there's a lot I have to do better. But uh, I'm Everybody. excited. I, I, think, I think we're going to do well going forward. I think a lot of courses are. And I think at a place like, you know, TechCon and NGCOA, sure. um, you're going to meet a lot of people who probably feel the same way because, uh, so, yeah, cautiously optimistic, I, I guess like what I'd it. say. Yeah. Have you played professionally back in New England? I actually haven't. I haven't made it that far. Okay. Someday, <laughs> hopefully. But we, um, yeah, we hopefully will make it that way. And it's, you know, you got to pick the right time of year. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, you know, it's uh, this is the great time of year right now. It's beautiful back home. The leaves are starting to turn. It's, oh, uh, man. You know, oh, we do have, we do have a really good long season. So not quite as long you? As, you know, not quite as long as out here, but, you know, it goes from, for maybe April to the end of October with a little bit of shoulder oh, season in between. Oh, that's fantastic. But, um, it depends where in New England. I'm All right, well, let me ask you this big question. Do you have a media raid if we come out and play? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it on air, though, so we'll keep it between us. Okay. But definitely. David, David, thank you for yeah, thank uh, coming you. on the My show. Pleasure. David Frame, everybody, from uh, New England, great guy. Does a lot of good stuff for the uh, industry. So for Amanda and I, thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll see you on the golf course. Adios. And it's not going well. You need a something to break this spell. Some aiming oil could do the trick. But no one's in sight and we need some. Having a corporate or charity golf event? Backswing Golf Events can supply your tournament with personable, professional golfers to entertain and fundraise on the golf course. They can accommodate any size group, whether it be three players to 500. They are your team. From range lessons, beat the pro, and pro-am style roaming, they're making lasting memories one swing at a time. So make sure to check out BackswingGolfEvents.com or call us direct at 661-316-3093 and book your pros now.